I'd like to introduce you to one of my lifelong friends, Cinder Plowman. She has inspired me in so many ways over the past few years. I needed to share her knowledge with you. She's a passionate outdoors person and loves adventure and makes the most of every moment. She loves kayaking, the great outdoors in whichever way, hiking and biking and skiing down big, huge mountain cliffs anywhere in the world. The outdoors bring all-round well-being, impacting body, mind and spirit. But now she has become increasingly alarmed at the sheer quantity of students and young children that are being prescribed pharmaceutical medicine for anxiety and depression. She in the past has experienced and battled with major bouts of anxiety and depression in her own life due to external stresses and being overstimulated by our fast-paced, consumer-driven modern West. From this stems a great empathy and compassion to support other young people. Her work has brought her to every corner of the globe, to many different cultures, with this same lesson, that the great outdoors and art therapy and passing on the knowledge of how beneficial digital detox is in this present fast-paced world. She has a diploma in Bachelor of Education, studies majoring in art and outdoor education, postgrad certificate in art therapy, and extensive studies in, in social emotional learning to help students support their emotional well-being and emotional regulation. Most of us have been living with unprecedented levels of stress over the last couple of years. So much has been going on right at home or around the world that has completely been out of our control. This is the starting point of so much stress, which can lead us to being completely overwhelmed. Within all the chaos going on, we have not made it any easier on ourselves. We have habits and addictions that are not doing us any favours, especially around the subject of sound mental health stress and anxiety. Are we all addicted to our screens and the onslaught of alarming amounts of data and what I like to call the great information overload? We are inundated by unprecedented amounts of information every single day, every single hour, every single minute it seems. Taking in thousands upon thousands of mixed messages from every type of tech known to man. My question is this, does all this information enhance our lives or does it burden us with so much extra weight that we were never meant to carry? Think of the eagle soaring in the sky, flying freely and gaining altitude and awareness coherent with nature. From the eagle's perception, looking down at us humans frantically running around and staying so busy so consumed, completely incoherent, we miss the grand sight of the eagle in the sky circling above us. We no longer just sit or walk and contemplate, we no longer do research, and we don't for the most part engage in healthy face-to-face -face discussions, especially with people that we have different views and opinions about and beliefs that we ourselves may not carry. 
My ding repairer, Shapa, from Byron Bay, recently told me, people just scroll now. They don't discern or dissect or research information anymore. Like mice in a cage running constantly around the wheel just chasing the next bite. The next information bite. Again, it's information overload. The more information, the less informed we are. We have lost true knowledge. And that's a scary place. I'd like to introduce my good friend, Cinder Plowman. She's a lifelong friend and has always been very insightful and encouraging over the many years I've known her, especially regarding this subject. Thank you for coming on the show, Cinder. Hi, Martin. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, Cinder. So we're recording this in Noosa. Cinder, tell me, how did you start the day today? Start of the day at a five o'clock start with actually you, Martin, climbing down the cliffs in the dark, jumping off the rocks into the surf before sunrise and being the first two people in the water and being incredibly grateful and aware of the beauty and nature surrounding us. I then left Martin, paddled from tree tree, caught a few waves all the way to Little Cove, walked up, grabbed my swimmers and joined my inspirational 85-year-old friend for a swim that he does every morning at Noosa Main Beach. Can you just give us a short intro of some of what you've studied and where work has led you over the years? Sure, Marty. So currently I'm working in Singapore and previous to that I was in Saudi Arabia. I was in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, working in England, Indonesia, Switzerland and Australia and as far up as Cairns in some of the remote indigenous Australian communities. That sounds amazing. What brought you to all these different countries? Well, Marty, I studied uh, at hotel management with you actually, and, um, and then it was a little bit of natural medicine and a Bachelor of Education. And I think really through the education, I studied art and outdoor education and the passion to be able to inspire young students in creativity and outdoor education has been what's taken me around the world and it's definitely what um, is my passion and what drives me. Well, since I've known you, you've been very creative, been passionate outdoors person, loving surfing, swimming, kayaking, mountain biking or skiing, to name just a few. And what's really caught my attention is the lack of the social media presence or the tech world. Um, was that a significant decision that you made at some point along the way? Yeah, so I guess in 2003 when I first moved abroad uh, to England, I didn't have a TV and so that's almost 20 years that I haven't had a television. And I think throughout my life it's something that I do not miss whatsoever. The few times that I'm home with family and I might be watching advertising or the news, I find it incredibly negative oppressive and extremely depressing. So even one of the reasons for me wanting to do this interview with you, Cinder, is that I've always noticed and been impressed with the lack of social media, TV, uh, or the phone in your life. Um, so how do you deal with social media and your use of it? So my biggest thing is that a phone can be left at home and I very rarely take it with me. It's off when I'm sleeping and it's something that I don't need in my life 24-7. And Cinder, how do you deal with social media and staying connected? So people laugh at me because I call Facebook 
Uh, <laughs> I just did it then. I call Facebook's Facebook or Wastebook because it's an incredible waste of time. I don't sign up to any of those um, apps. I have used Instagram for photos, but I really don't use any social media except for Google and emails. Wow, that's amazing. I find that quite inspirational. And even though you've been telling me about it for years, I've only just started implementing it in my own life um, and have noticed the benefits. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Marty. The benefits are quite incredible and overall well-being just brings you back to nature and back to awareness, great awareness. So you've worked with children all over the world in these different international schools. So how do you apply what you've learned in your personal life to the kids and impart this great knowledge to the children? One of the benefits of outdoor education is we actually do what's called a digital detox. So whenever we take students on expeditions in outdoor education, we actually require them to leave their phone behind. And it's actually an amazing opportunity for students to connect with themselves, with each other and their environment. So what do you notice with the children when they leave their phones behind, everything that's digital in fact, and spend time in the great outdoors? The funniest and first thing you notice is they have major withdrawals and um, they are a little bit lost without their phones. And as the week progresses, they become more aware of their surroundings, have greater collaboration and commitment to care for each other and their environment. And their outdoor education experience most definitely improves their overall well-being. All right, I'm interested to hear um, the studies that have been done at the Oregon State University. Yeah, so Marty, United World College Southeast Asia, where I'm working in Singapore, actually is on their fourth year of a seven-year longitude study. And it's quite amazing because the evidence that they've gathered over the past four years and the reflections from the students suggest these experiences build students' resilience and their self-awareness, as well as helping them develop collaboration, self-management and critical thinking skills that stay with them for life. I think one of the most valuable um, points to note regarding well-being is that they've become connected to themselves, each other and to nature. Great. Um, what I find really interesting was the word you brought up about digital detox. Um, can we go a bit deeper on that? Sure, Martin. From my own personal perspective, I basically find that digital detox is a fantastic way for me to come back to being present in the moment. The moment I start to have too much stimulation, I find that I just get overwhelmed and exhausted. A thing that I personally notice is that what I like to call the great disconnect. So that even though we think we're connected, we're on Instagram, we've got all our Facebook followers, are we really connected to other people and do we have time for them? What do you think, Cinder? Uh, I definitely think that is a major concern in our society today and I think most people don't get that connection with others, even with themselves and especially with nature. One thing I really love, Marty, is on a Sunday I just tell everyone it's, it's no phone day so I just turn it off and people know now that they won't get me because it's a day I don't have to have the phone on. And what, what do you do? So I turn my phone off on Saturday night and generally I don't turn it back on until Monday. And that means I get the most amazing opportunity to connect, to connect with my friends, with nature, and ultimately connect with myself, where otherwise I'm running around busy, blah, 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 blah. 
I never stop. <laughs> and that's my mother in the background. No, but seriously, it's go, 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 go. And the moment you turn off your digital detox, you have a chance to just slow down and and connect. Now, seeing though my mum has featured in that background, here she is now. So, mum, how do you feel about the phone? I absolutely hate it because it's all instant. Everyone needs everything instantly and I'd much sooner turn it off like you do and go quietly and paint or walk somewhere. And what does painting give you? It gives you a lot of pleasure, creativity and peace of mind. Thanks, Prue. What a great insight. That was legendary. So, Cinda, what other tools do you use for your own well-being? Well, Marty, as example, I surfed this morning. Being in the outdoors, obviously, they're a very big part of my well-being tools. But I also take time to meditate each morning. I think it's really important that that slowing that mind down. I definitely use art and art therapy, and just being active. Um, another amazing tool is that gratitude, that daily gratitude and being grateful for all that I have. So on that note, I think we'll sum it up. But tell me, tell me what are you grateful for now? For the ocean, 100%. Uh, for my friends and family and for the opportunity to be able to have a purpose in my life and to be able to connect with others and not feel completely socially isolated by this digital world. Well, I think that's a great finish our podcast today thank you for being on the show cinder thanks martin and i think we've brought um home some of those points digital detox um watching what we take in being aware of what we consume being more connected and aware of our surroundings our friends our loved ones amen sit back and enjoy shine a light by luke vasella
Shine a light for the struggling farmer He's gotta cope with the climate karma Cause we're all gonna reap what we sow For treating the earth like there's somewhere else to go Shine a light on a merciless economy Laying the waste of the people and ecology Shine on a culture of greed Fueled by addiction, not by need Australia's dreaming 